0: Thank you for tuning in to art to heart where I delve into the creative minds of the artists in the Fort Wayne area. Each episode sheds light on the thoughts, feelings, and backgrounds of the artisans who bring pizzazz to Fort Wayne. Tune in for tips on tapping into your creative soul and for information about upcoming events in the arts community. I am here today with Ashley Benninghoff, one of the most inspiring humans I've ever met. Ashley and I work together at Fort Wayne Dance Collective. We've also worked on several other dance performance, art-related projects. She pushes me artistically every day, and she is always willing to go down the rabbit hole with me, because our chaos and confusion usually evolves into the production of a really good show. It's hard to believe I've known you less than four years, but we do spend every day together, so we will try to stay on track during this (laughs) podcast. We've gotten so efficient with our communication that we sometimes find ourselves not speaking in full sentences while having most conversations, so we will try really hard not to do that to our listeners today. So, Ash, thanks for doing this. Yeah, (laughs)
1: thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Anyone who watches you move will note that you have natural ability, but would you also take us through a timeline of your training?
1: Um, Sure. It's kind of funny because I've never thought of myself as having natural ability, Um, but I fell in love with dance at a very early age. I went to Fort Wayne Ballet, and I was going to be a ballerina, and then I obviously continued. I was like, I'm going to dance in college, so I went to um, Southern Methodist University, um, where I was open to modern and choreography, which totally won me over, Um, but I graduated from there um, with my Bachelor of Fine Arts in Dance Performance. Um, I then moved to New York City, where I continued to dance and kind of train and hopefully hone my skill. Um, Moved back to Indiana, where it was considerably cheaper, Um, (laughs) and found um, Modus Dance, um, whom I danced with, um, and also began teaching and other things. And then just kind of, I'm always looking for another class and a chance to improve myself. So it's a constant struggle, but a fun one. (laughs) A constant work in progress. That's great.
0: Did you choreograph at all before getting to college, or was that truly the first place where the option of playing around with choreography was presented to you?
1: I think that was the first chance I had to actually do it. Um, But as a child, I would force my brother to like (laughs) do dances to whatever the latest Disney movie was. So Uh I can't remember not hearing music and trying to choreograph to it, but I think college was the first chance that I got, like, here's space, here's dancers that will listen to you, and not uh, before mm-hmm. start, I started to bribe them, uh, as I did with my brother. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that kind of opened the door for me. Um, SMU was great in the sense that they had a biannual choreographers, um, like, chance for the students to put on their own show. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, tried it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing ever. So college is where i kind of so yeah
0: found like found it really evolved into being a choreographer
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do you create choreography what is that process like for you
1: i think it varies quite a bit um my household was very musical like both of my parents are very music oriented i have awful pitch but <laughs> i listen to a lot of music so um i kind of took my own spin on that so i'm really really inspired by music um That being said, sometimes I get these crazy ideas or dreams and I just kind of go with it. I usually physically have to like get in the space and move and kind of figure it out, improv, kind of just like listen to the music and get myself in that headspace to kind of like create it. Um, But then obviously with like work and time restraints, sometimes I'm doing it in the car and I'm making up stuff or whatever. It's pretty much always in the back of my mind, this choreography happening. Yeah, so it it kind of varies, but music is a huge inspiration for sure.
0: With having to come up with so many works constantly with our job and having a little bit of a time restraint on that, whether it be we have to get this piece done by this time or you've been working on so many other admin projects so you weren't able to do choreography, does that ever hinder your work or add any stress or I don't know how do you deal with all that
1: yeah I would say it adds (laughs) some stress um I try to view it as a challenge um
0: put a positive spin (laughs) on it
1: so I'm like oh just you know you got you have different constraints and obviously with different groups you have to like completely change your mindset if I'm choreographing for Wiser Park that's very different than the touring company so that kind of keeps I don't know I think it kind of keeps me like crisp and like ideas have to keep coming so it's like a good challenge or at least mm-hmm. how I kind of help get myself motivated sometimes because um, sometimes I'll be doing something and it spawns this whole other idea just because like a pressure cooker kind of just like sometimes that's when the best stuff happens when you're like down to the wire not that I like to live my life that way <laughs> but um when it happens you just kind of have to roll with it and Hopefully, whenever I have an idea, I kind of have an ongoing list. So sometimes I can pull and be like, oh, that would work for this. So I have like a ridiculously long list of like songs that I want to choreograph to.
0: Oh, that's a really good idea to almost have a drawer of ideas to pull from. I never thought about doing that. I um, I'll think of something and usually just forget it. So i might <laughs> have to borrow that one from you. I've thought about doing that before with gifts for birthdays. Uh, just buy things when I see it mm-hmm. and just storing it. I might have to apply that in my dance career. Luckily, your job requires you to choreograph and perform. But if you had to pick just one mm-hmm. of these aspects of dance for the rest of your life, which one would you choose?
1: Well, because ah, yeah. I plan on doing both until I literally die. So, yeah, I'm, I am don't ever want to stop. If I had to pick one, I would probably say choreographing. There's just some sort of, like, thrill when you see, like, your dancers get your idea. Like, my brain is, like, pretty much nonstop spinning, and, like, for it to, like, come out and I get to visually see that gets me more excited than mm, probably anything other than my husband. <laughs> I still love you, Drew yeah I think if I had to pick one I would pick choreographing because it's yeah I don't know what I would do without it yeah
0: it's your outlet
1: yeah yeah I don't like to talk and I'm not good with words but dance has always been my like this is how I'm going to express myself get stuff out so
0: yeah do you have a personal mantra or encouraging words you tend to use to keep yourself motivated or that drive your art Uh, for example before you had said that you kind of a positive spin on some of the pressures that you have um, but what else kind of helps you create your art or keeps you motivated?
1: I don't know if I have necessarily any specific words although I would probably say every week I have a new phrase or song that's inspiring. Um, I think I just like continually remind myself how lucky I am and all the opportunities I've had and that I just kind of have to focus on that sometimes. I think dance has always been my outlet. So if I'm having a bad day, I go home and I like improv in my house. Like that's just always been my like, this is how I'm going to get it out and work through it. So just allowing myself to have that time, I think has been the biggest help. I always try to be positive, but yeah, I have a lot of great people in my life. So
0: tell us about your professional dance career.
1: I would say my professional dance career hasn't actually been super long. I obviously danced and performed in college, as you do, um, and then um, in New York, like, I did a few things, um, and mainly it was just, like, kind of taking classes and working with people. In um, Indianapolis is where I found MODIS. I think I, the whole time I'd been finding what do I want to do as a dancer, what style do I want to do, um, and since choreographing had always been so important, when I found a group that was, like, dance and choreograph I was like yes please because <laughs> um, I think it took me a while to figure out what style like what really felt good and like pure to me and so that helped me find my creative voice so dancing with them was like super helpful um I also started working um with Indie Convergence which isn't necessarily dance. R- well, it is. It's like literally all of the arts combined together and it pushed my boundaries and made me try crazy things that now all the crazy stuff I do seems like nothing. <laughs> um, So that's, that's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. Yeah. I've done a lot of. Yeah, I've danced pretty much anywhere. You name it. I've done it. But yeah, and then I moved up to Fort Wayne, and then I found, um, obviously, Fort Wayne Dance Collective and Dance Contemporary, and that kind of helped me continue to perform and get around town and do just basically anywhere I can dance, I did it, so.
0: Can we make a list of the crazy places that you've performed or
1: danced? Um, oh my goodness. I well obviously I've performed outside on concrete a number of, time, of times. I've performed
0: in the botanical in the botanical gardens.
1: gardens. Uh, yeah, all around Fort Wayne. I feel like um I through indie convergence performed in Haiti, like mm-hmm. on a mountainside. Um, I've also performed in Sicily, actually with oh. Fort Wayne Ballet. Um, right like on the Mediterranean Sea, which oh. was really kind of amazing. I've done, like, I don't know. I had to think about this. This would be a very interesting list. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll come back to it and add mm-hmm. to it. Maybe not today. <laughs> but when we post the podcast, if you think of any others, we'll post the list as well. Was there ever a time when you thought that having a career in the arts was not a possibility for you?
1: Yes. <laughs> Every day. No, um, I'd say after college was rough. I very much wanted to dance, and that struggle was hard for me. I'm not good at auditioning, um, and so that was rough, and I wanted to live in New York City, which is great, but expensive, so I had to work a lot, and so finding time for all of that, and I'm, as you can tell, a generally quiet and reserved person, so I'm not good at promoting myself at all. Um and I was just very overwhelmed and I was like I don't like how do you make money off of this I need to live and eat and pay rent and all that fun stuff. Um and so yeah there was a while there that I wasn't sure it was gonna work out and then uh, moved back to Indiana and then there slowly I finally figured out I think what I needed to be doing and I was just like all right if it, I'm just gonna make it happen so I like was more proactive and being like, all right, if it doesn't exist, I'm going to make it. Mm. So, um, I feel like a lot of the stuff I've done, I've been like, well, you want me and I'm going to come here and you're going to have me dance for you. And so <laughs> I just kind of put myself out there and was like, luckily people <laughs> accepted me and I just, yeah, kind of created it myself. I think yeah.
0: I had to do it. Yeah, you do. It's such a cutthroat business. And, um, even though I feel like what you and I do on a daily basis is trying to cultivate this world where art and dance and movement is more accepting. That's just still not the culture of our art form or most art forms. Mm. So I totally agree with you that there has to be some part of your inner being that is a go-getter. Yeah. Yeah. So, we touched on some of the places that you've performed, and obviously, you've had some pretty fun gigs, including um, our Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> performance. We got to dance on stage with him, and your most recent debut as the Irish step dancing mm-hmm. queen. And uh, you've had some amazing collaborations with well known artists in Fort Wayne, and I'm sure Indianapolis as well. What has been your favorite opportunity that has come your way from dance?
1: Oh my goodness, all of them! No, just kidding. I feel like anytime I find myself in a situation where I'm surrounded by people who don't normally get to perform, mm. and I just remind myself of like how lucky I was to have all the training that I had. Um, particularly, so I spent some time in Haiti with mm-hmm. Indie Convergence, and we were working with a community center there and just like you see how hungry they are to like learn or do anything and you just kind of like realize how like what a gift it is that mm-hmm. i like have just like the experience and all of like the knowledge that i was able to give them and like i was like just like dancing and improvising with them at like this big jam and like i don't know the energy and the vibe was like crazy and i didn't even know really what was happening cuz it's a little crazy there but in the best way possible and it was just like Okay, yeah, like it's just like you're in a moment and all of a sudden it's like everything else just kind of disappears and you're just like, that's what dance has always been for me. It's just like a way to release everything. And I think anytime I'm in a situation where I realize like how like special that is and not Mm. everyone has that or finds that passion, Mm -hmm. that it just reminds me how lucky I am.
0: That's true. Cause I find myself in those situations too, especially with our line of work right now and the amount of energy that comes off of the kids or the or the adults who truly want to be there who truly wouldn't have had this opportunity otherwise. Yeah, like you said, it's crazy energy that comes off of them. So I get that. Can you walk us through how you prepare for a show or a performance?
1: Um <laughs> yes, it depends a little bit on the show. Um I go over and go over and go over what I need to do. Um, Warming up is very important to me, especially as I'm getting older and my body requires a bit more attention. Um, I also try to be efficient as well to conserve my energy. Um, I know most of the shows I'm in now, I'm also have choreographed in. So half of my mind is always towards that piece and making sure they're all set. So Mm -hmm. Um, Where in the past, I was just worried about, okay, what are my dance steps? What are my costumes? Do I need to change whatever and get that situated? Now I just have like a whole other level of making sure everybody (laughs) else is like set and good to go. But I think just having lots of tasks also helps me just like not overthink because I overthink most everything. You do? Uh Uh-huh. Well, I know that
0: about like your admin work, but I didn't know, I guess, for performances that you did that. Yep. I keep it very, yep. i
1: in- very, <laughs> I am very internal about it. Okay. But like, you'll just see me like probably like doing my hair or whatever, but I'm probably going over the choreography in my head. On oh TV. man,
0: now I feel bad because I probably complained to you externally because I am not an internal person while you are having your own uh, moment of questioning everything that you do in life. <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting and good to know. Um, what about getting into character? Uh, if you have a certain role that you're playing?
1: I think, again, music inspires me a lot, so, like, I'll have, like, a playlist or whatever that kind of helps me get in that mindset. Obviously, I'm probably choreographing to a song, so mm. listening to that song um, helps me get in that mode, um, depending on what it is. Um, obviously, like, taking a few deep breaths, or <laughs> if I'm going to be, like, if it's, like, more of an athletic whatever, I'm, like, jumping around, or if it's a bit more internal, i probably, like... My warm up Mm. will accommodate whatever it kind of needs, Mm -hmm. Um, so to help me get in that headspace. But for each show, I usually have a little playlist that I go to to (laughs) get me ready with the right kind of energy.
0: Yeah. We talk all the time about certain songs we want to use for our next creations. What else is next for you? You mentioned that you have a list or a running tab. Uh, does it include people you want to work with or just concepts you want to w- explore with performance art? And can you share any of those with us? We won't steal your ideas, we
1: promise. <gasps> I'm going to keep tabs. Um, <laughs> I would say um, I haven't been able to be as involved with Indie Convergence. So I think that's going to be part of my plan for this summer. Um, the m- As I get older, the more I want to work with other people and different artists um, to make it a little still dance oriented I guess but a bit more abstract or conceptual um, I've I need to do a piece like on like a lakeshore that I've like half in the water that I've wanted to do for a number of years now um, mm-hmm. so that's in the work working in really weird locations um, so probably more video stuff because you mm-hmm. can't necessarily bring an audience there although I think that would be cool yeah um, But yeah, I also want to get more into aerial and uh, (laughs) martial arts. So I feel like both of those are going to find their way into my stuff in the future.
0: I don't know about martial arts, but if you do a piece, an aerial piece, I will be a body. What would you like to accomplish in the next five years with your art? So you talked about some things that you want to explore, but is there an overall goal that you're trying to reach? or?
1: Um, I think as an artist, we're continuing to find our own voice. Um, and just kind of honing in on that. Um, I'd like to do still everything I am doing, but maybe a bit more stuff for me, Mm -hmm. I guess, or a bit more like artistically challenging for me um, to think outside of the box. Um, I think, I mean, obviously continue to grow everything at the Fort Wayne Dance Collective. Um, I think Fort Wayne is poised to like have even more arts and get people involved on a much more like kind of hands on level. And I think that that's something I definitely want to focus on and pulling in other artists and working with them. Um, And just constantly challenging myself as a dancer and a choreographer and just finding those people that will also help challenge me. Um, But yeah, I don't have like an exact plan, but. There's always, like, 10 million little ones Yeah, I don't want to happen. As we get into summer,
0: where and how can the listeners of today's podcast catch your performances?
1: Um, We will be doing a performance at the IPFW Williams Theater, the Fort Wayne Dance Collective Touring Company. Um, I think that will be really special and amazing, and I'm super excited um, about that. I know we've started rehearsing it. Um, I believe that's in August yeah, it's the
0: 18th and 19th weekend, uh, a performance on Saturday and
1: Sunday. Um, so, yeah, so will be getting ready for that. Um, Indie Convergence this year, for <laughs> anyone in Indianapolis, I believe is um, mid to late June. So I'm hoping to do our recital and then head down there for a little bit. Um, I think they're still sorting out the dates for those performances. Um, and then... There's always like a million things that just randomly pop up, so but I think those are the two big ones for the mm-hmm. summer. Um, obviously, we'll be involved with Taste of the Arts, like as we are um, every year.
0: You've lived in so many different places. What do you think the biggest difference between the Fort Wayne art scene is and the art scenes in some of the larger cities?
1: Well, obviously, the bigger the pond, the more competition. Mm. Um And I feel like that almost drives people's drive a bit more, Um, just because you have to be, like, if you want to, like, you're competing with so many other people. Um, And then as, like, the pond gets a little bit smaller, you know, there's, like, everyone's doing everything here. Like, I feel there's so much, like, crossover and everyone's involved with everything um, in Fort Wayne, which is great. Um, But also sometimes... Stretches us a bit thin, but I think it's very interesting to see that, like, talent is everywhere. Mm -hmm. You just have to, like, find those people. Like, I don't think there's, like, obviously there's more people, the percentage, like, so there's going to be more talent or quote-unquote talent. Mm -hmm. But, like, in every city I've lived in, like, there have been people who have challenged me, who have, like, helped me work that out. So I think as long as you find your people, it's probably a little harder
0: sometimes.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, but if you're willing to put in the effort, I think you can find what you need in any city. Um, I think sometimes in the bigger cities, there's, there's more people, but sometimes the competition also hurts because not every company can survive because not everyone can go to everything. Mm -hmm. So some things that would like thrive here in Fort Wayne would not necessarily go anywhere, even in like mm. Indianapolis. So I know they have a lot of like little companies up, which is like great because you want more arts, but sometimes the more there is, the less audience, and then they can't last longer because unfortunately, money is always a game yeah. that you have to play. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing I've learned is there's talent everywhere. Just
0: like it. That's fair. And I like that too because. I think something that is our job as leaders in the arts community in Fort Wayne is that we have to help help convince the young artists Mm -hmm. to stay and help Mm -hmm. populate our arts community here. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening out there, see, it is valuable for you to stay here in Fort Wayne Mm -hmm. because there is talent in every city. Just have to find it. And for the listeners out there who have not had the pleasure of meeting you, what is the one thing you'd like them to know about you?
1: I would say when you first meet me, you notice I'm completely awkward and a nerd, <laughs> but that's just how I am. And if you're willing to go with that, I will be <laughs> very loyal. Um mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm just me and I just want everybody else to be themselves. Um, so, yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> she, is, she is very cool. So you should definitely have a conversation with her if you run into her, which you might, because as we mentioned, she dances in some very strange places around <laughs> Fort Wayne. So uh, where can we find you on social media so that we can keep tabs on these strange places that you tend to dance in in Fort Wayne?
1: Um, My Instagram is at Ashley Maya Benning. Do I need to spell that? You do. A S H l-e-y-m-a-y-a-b-e-n-n-i-n-g yes
0: i should we should have also done um oh what is it called when you go through the alphabet and like b is for boy and b is for boy oh yeah b is boy. i would have loved to hear the animals or <laughs> what that came I to, yes it. it would have been it would have been fantastic <laughs> and we should have done that but that's okay well, thank you so much for answering all of my questions and hopefully you will have inspired someone out there listening as much as you inspire me on a daily basis. And I love you so very much.
1: And thanks for talking with me. You're welcome. <laughs>